Powered by Righteous Media. Welcome to Independent Americans. Welcome to episode 238. Can't believe it's been that many. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. Summer is almost over, but the hits just keep on coming. Bad ones, like a new school shooting at the University of North Carolina, Senator Redneck's ongoing blocks on military promotions, and a whole new hurricane hitting the South. But some good hits keep coming, too. Like Simone Biles winning a record eighth gymnastics championship, the return of football, and the clip I'm about to play. Because as summer starts to wind down, it's still a time to stay vigilant. Especially if you're a baseball pitcher. I told you about the Little League World Series, and the ending did not disappoint. Wow. Storybook. A walk-off home run to win it all for the USA. 12-year-old Louis LaPay from El Segundo, California, took the USA to beat Curacao in the bottom of the sixth. It was the stuff dreams are made of, and an incredible ending to an incredible Little League World Series. It was a hurricane of happiness. But this summer has been a hurricane of chaos, and it's ending with a hurricane of the real kind. As right now, hurricane and then tropical storm and eventually massive flooding, as Hurricane Adalia has continued to make its way across the Gulf Coast and into the south. It's been a summer like that of highs and lows, of ups and downs, of crazy and of cool. And the GOP debate and ongoing drama is no exception. As this week, we saw a new GOP radical and ridiculous rock star, Vivek Ramaswamy, start to lead in the polls above everyone except Trump. Just as Eminem decided to punch back after this chaos happened. Forgetting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's joking how everybody's joking now. The clocks run out, time's up, over plow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke, he's so mad, but he won't give up that he's he don't he won't that he knows his own bags that he's old. It don't matter, he's dope. He don't matter, but he's old. He's so sad that he knows when he goes back to this mobile home. That's when it's back to the lab. Eminem sent a cease and assist letter to Vivek Ramaswamy after seeing and hearing that, which is good because it hopefully means we won't ever have to see Ramaswamy rap again. That's what this year has been like, and that's what the next year is going to be like, especially after the last GOP debate which was like a race to the bottom competition to see how many cheesy political taglines each one of them could get in. 
And in the end, it was strong for Pence and Nikki Haley and Ramaswamy especially, who was radical and obscene and anti-democratic and some kind of morphed clone of Trump, but was effective and definitely broke out. Chris Christie underperformed, really couldn't get anything in. And DeSantis just got totally smushed. It was all a competition for second. As I said on TV this week, it's football season. And QB1 has already been decided. Trump is going to be the GOP quarterback. This is now just a race to be the backup. Who's going to be QB2? They're all vying for it because Trump is always the ultimate winner right now in this dysfunctional and radical GOP. But Chris Christie, former governor of New Jersey, has decided to designate himself the leader of his own little insurgency inside the GOP to try to overthrow Trump. And he's leading off with a new attack ad using Trump's mugshot. And it's hit the waves in New Hampshire. Tired of the drama, the distractions, the lies. It's time for conservatives to win again. Chris Christie, a former prosecutor who convicted child pornographers, corrupt politicians, a successful blue state governor. Christie took on the teachers union and won, turned around Jersey's most violent city and got Democrats to cut taxes. A real conservative. Christie tells the truth and he'll beat Joe Biden easily. Tell it like in his pack is responsible for the content of this advertisement. So a super PAC backing Chris Christie is pushing these ads out as a statewide ad buy in New Hampshire. Now, Christie is putting all his eggs in one basket in New Hampshire, where the open primary system allows independents to participate. But will it work? Will it be enough to win there? I say no. Even though independents are the largest group of voters in New Hampshire, by a lot, in New Hampshire, Democrats are 28 percent. Republicans are 30 percent. And independents and unaffiliated in New Hampshire, we're 41 percent. We are the biggest group by a lot in New Hampshire. But because we're independent, doesn't mean enough of us are going to vote in the GOP primary in New Hampshire to help Christie beat Trump there. It's not going to happen. But that's Christie's bet that he can break through in New Hampshire, that he can reach moderates. But he's not running for a general election campaign where independents are going to really tip the tide. He's running for the nomination of the radical, crazy 2023 Republican Party. And his strategy is not a winning one. Because it's not the reasonable party of Colin Powell and John McCain anymore. It's the party of radicals like Trump and Ramaswamy. And our favorite radical to talk about, our favorite ridiculous and reckless senator. You know who I'm talking about. Alabama's finest, Senator Tommy Tuberville, known around here, appropriately, as Senator Redneck. I drive really slow in the ultra-fast lane while people behind me are going insane. I'm an who had new comments this week to continue to take his quest to a new low. Talked to mom the other day. She, she called me, said, Coach, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I just don't understand why we're paying for abortions when my son has to pay $2,000 out of his pocket to buy new uniforms. Uh, that's, and that's ridiculous. And so we allot enough money to run a great military. 
But we don't need to get into these woke policies and run it in the ground like they've done every other institution like the DOJ, the FBI, our education system. That's exactly what they're trying to do. Uh, but uh, this policy on abortion is way overboard. They're not supposed to be making laws, and I'm not going to allow them to do it. Uh, they're going to have to change this policy back and bring it to the floor and let's vote on it. That's the only way I'll drop the policy. You see, the military is not paying for abortions. We've covered it on this show at length. But Senator Redneck continues his destructive and radical quest. It's all lies and propaganda. And Putin would be very proud. He loves seeing Tuberville continue to weaken our military. He and all our enemies are celebrating. Yet still, not a single Republican or Democrat has called for Senator Redneck to resign. Why? Because they're all cowards and they're all complicit. And some continue to outwardly support people like Tuberville, who spout violence and racism and xenophobia. And it has an effect far beyond our politics as the American insurgency continues to grow. That's what I call it, the radical domestic terrorism that's fueled by the language of people like Trump and Ramaswamy and Tuberville. And this week, we saw another tragic, terrible example. As a white man shot and killed three innocent black victims and then himself at a Jacksonville, Florida Dollar General store in what's clearly unfolding as a hate crime. The shooter said he, quote, hated black people. This type of violence is something I've focused on repeatedly on this show for the last few years because it's bigger than politics. This type of violence remains our number one national security threat. It's a political hurricane that continues to brew and will hit different parts of our country throughout this year because the American insurgency, unlike hurricane season, is now year-round. And unlike a hurricane, it's not going to fizzle out. It's continuing to grow. And it's why stakes is high. Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. You talking about Now, some, like Tuberville, have continued to attack the military as too woke. Yes, people, in upside-down world of 2023, the Republican Party thinks that the military is a group that they should attack. Tuberville is blocking promotions. DeSantis launched a campaign saying that he was going to de-wokeify the military. That was a lead element of his now-flailing campaign. But look, our military is not woke, and it's not weak. If you want to see that, follow Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin on Twitter or X or Threads or, I don't know, look for paper faxes that the Pentagon probably still puts out. But he puts out information about our military and maybe most of all about our leaders. Leaders who are not woke. Leaders who are not mean, who are not nasty. Leaders who are positive. Leaders who are nice. And leaders who are inspiring. Including... This guy. I'm Morgan Freeman, as if you didn't know. But what you might not know is, long before my success as an actor, I served in the United States Air Force as a radar repairman. I joined the Air Force because I thought I wanted to be a fighter pilot. Well, I kind of did. I wanted to fly airplanes. Well, as it turned out, my romance with movies was what I really loved more than 
actual flying. But the values I learned during that time stuck with me. Hard work, loyalty, sacrifice, lessons that have stayed with me my whole life. While a whole lot has changed since I served, those values haven't. And just like in the movies, in today's military, you can be whatever you want. Legendary actor Morgan Freeman was at the Pentagon this month to talk about the 761st Tank Battalion, an all-black World War II Army Combat Union. And before his acting career, Morgan Freeman served in the Air Force, and he continues to serve today by sharing the important story of a heroic military unit and sharing his own story and showing how our military is not woke, it's not weak, it's dynamic, it's diverse, and it's effective. And that must be protected and preserved at all costs. If you want to underscore that point, just look on over at our friends in Ukraine. Ukraine is modern. Ukraine is dynamic. Ukraine is evolving. But Ukraine needs more support. I've underscored how the U.S. has to take the gloves off. President Biden has been too timid, been too calculating, been too slow. Because in this show, I'm always going to call out Republicans, but we call out Democrats too. And when it comes to Ukraine, Biden's been right on a lot of things. But on everything, he's been too slow. And now, again, he's too slow in providing Ukraine with the latest weapon system they're asking for, ATACMS, Army Tactical Missile Systems which can provide a huge difference on the battlefield. This week, there was a great piece in The Messenger by Mark Polymeralopoulos, John Seifer, and Adam Kinzinger. And the headline was, Why Biden Must Send Ukraine the Attackums It Needs Now. And it's a good piece. They underscore that this should have happened long ago. Attackums should have been sent without reservation. Just like Patriot missiles and Abrams tanks and F-16s and a long list now, America has to stop making Zelensky play Mother May I and must open the floodgates so Ukraine can save lives and win. The guys had a great line in there that I want to share. They said President Biden's national security team has exhibited a tendency toward incrementalism and timidity in providing weaponry. The White House eventually has agreed to send certain weapon systems, but only after a painfully slow internal deliberation. And that's right. Because delays in Washington mean death in Ukraine. But the innovation continues to happen on the ground despite the stakes, despite the carnage, despite the threats. Ukrainians continue to adapt, improvise, and overcome. And so do our friends at St. Javelin. If you don't know about St. Javelin, this is a great group that popped up at the beginning of the war that creates merchandise and other kinds of creative stuff to support the effort inside in Ukraine. And they came up with something really good this week. They're launching a charity auction for a one-of-a-kind coffee table made from a javelin case in Ukraine. Yes, a missile system case, the outside of a javelin with a glass top on top, and it looks pretty damn cool. 
and the starting bid is $1,000. I'll link to it in the notes. But it's amazing. And the creativity of St. Javelin is reflective of the creativity of the people of Ukraine. They just keep coming up with brilliant stuff. They just keep adapting, improvising, and overcoming. And they just keep bringing the fire. And Zelensky has been all over the media in an extremely effective way. But unfortunately, many in the media have lost their focus on Ukraine. And the media has had no shortage of its own fires. And by fires, I mean dumpster fires. And there's been none bigger than CNN. But this week, CNN has named Mark Thompson, the former leader of the New York Times and BBC, as their new chairman at a pivotal time when they're at the bottom of their ratings. Now, at least he's got some of the right kinds of experience. And as someone who grew up watching and later became a frequent guest on CNN, I'm actually rooting for him to turn this mess around. Because a stronger CNN will be better for national security coverage in particular, and for America and for the world. But if they falter, others will step up. And that's what we're doing here at Righteous Media. We want to help you cut the cord from the partisan and corporate media. We want to give you an alternative to turning on that cable news network or following more garbage on Twitter. And we may be small, but we are mighty. And we continue to spread light and good independent information around the world, as far as Azerbaijan, where we are now the number 66 political podcast. Yep, shout out to Azerbaijan. And in Albania, we have moved up to number 67 in political podcast. So thank you to all our independent Americans and independent Albanians who continue to hold it down. This summer, a theme that's continued to percolate around this country and around my house is one that I think is important as we reflect on the final days of summer. Don't be a dick. Be nice. Don't be a jerk. Don't be Tommy Tuberville. Don't be Rudy Giuliani. Don't be Donald Trump. Be like Simone Biles. Be like Zelensky. Be like others who are nice. And you can lead by your own example. Because the summer is a time of chaos and fire. And it's also a time of smoke. And all around this country, and especially in cities like New York City, there is a newfound freedom. And you can smell it in the air. It's the freedom of legalized cannabis. Something that I support and have supported for years. And it's a bit overwhelming. And smoking violation complaints to the city's 311 system are up 86% since marijuana was legalized here in 2021. Smoking complaints in parks are up 44%. It's a real thing. I'm a huge and longtime advocate for cannabis, but the smell problem in New York City is definitely out of control, especially for those of us with little kids. And at the end of the day, it's about common courtesy. Your personal freedom does not allow you to impede on the personal freedom and safety of others. So I think we need a PSA campaign focused on simply respecting others. Enjoy your smoke, but don't be a jerk. And work hard and be nice. That's what I tell my boys all the time. Work hard and be nice. Everybody wants a good life and a home. Everybody wants a good friend when they're alone. Everybody don't want nobody to know that everybody
Last week, I went to another baseball game. We went to another Mets game this time. Shout out to my friends Jace and Tiff and Jackson who gave us their season tickets when they were out of town and we enjoyed them. I will again recommend City Field as an excellent place to watch a baseball game, even if you're not a Mets fan, and especially if you have children. It's especially special for our family because it was our first time witnessing in person the emerging greatness of Angel superstar Shohei Otani. If you don't know, this guy is the most dominant pitcher and hitter since Babe Ruth. He's completely transforming the game, and he's a global phenomenon. And if you need more proof, just ride the 7 train out to any game this week when the Angels were playing the Mets. The place was packed with Otani fans from all around the globe. And as we walked into the ballpark, I was there with my boys and we split up. My wife took my little guy and I took the big guy. We rushed over because we got there just as the first pitch was starting. And we wanted to see Otani hit before we got to our seats. So we went down close in the first baseline, as close as we could get, and we watched Otani come out. My son, like all the other kids, leaning over the gates, trying to get a closer look. Phones out, breaths held, as this great player stepped up to the plate. And you know what he did? He tipped his cap. He tipped his cap like a gentleman. Because if you've watched Shohei Otani, you know one thing. He is respectful. He is kind. He is nice. And he really works hard. He's a tremendous player. But he's also a role model for kids everywhere. A true class act. He works hard, and he's always nice. And I told you earlier this summer about the music of Michael Franti. Well, here's another one from him that might have to be our theme for the year. Work hard and be nice. When it's dark, look on the bright side And when it rains, wait on the sunshine Everybody likes getting them good vibes Cause everybody's got a heart on the inside We can take all the hard lessons That's what we need more of in America right now To close out the summer, to finish the year And to pivot into a brighter future And independents are a key part of that future And we're not alone in our independence, folks. America may be more deeply divided than ever, but we at Independent Americans and Righteous Media are fighting and working to change it. We're working hard and being nice and adding light to contrast the heat of all the other political drama and nonsense. And so if you're among that 50% of Americans who are independent, This is your show and will be your show. If you're one of the 41% of independent Americans in New Hampshire that Chris Christie is trying to attract, this is your show. But I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, communist, socialist, whatever. As long as you're not a die-hard, sold-out partisan, this is your show. If you're a concerned person who cares about the future, you are welcome here. Because our independent movement is hope for the future. Country over party people over politics, nice over me. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and this new format with shorter episodes that I've been pumping out over the last couple weeks. I've been getting some good feedback. If you loved it, please let me know. If you don't love it, please let me know. And either way, I hope you can share this show far and wide. Remind people that it's completely free. 
which is nice. And that's thanks in part to our Patreon members. Big shout out to all of you. Thank you for supporting this show. If you'd like to join our Patreon friends or just get more information or video about this show, please check us out on every social media platform and at independentamericans.us. You can also pick up some merch. I haven't mentioned that in a while, but we've got some very nice merch. It's not only nice and cool, it's also very comfortable. So check it out. And folks, be sure to check me out just about every week now on Deadline White House on MSNBC with Nicole Wallace. Usually Wednesdays, sometimes Tuesdays. Check my social media for more. But for almost a full hour, I've been joining Nicole Wallace weekly. So look for that on MSNBC. Even if you're not a fan of MSNBC, frankly, I'm going to try to be there to represent for independence. You check me out also on News Nation and other places, but it's all always on our website at independentamericans.us. Invite your friends to join the growing movement and declare their independence. And stay vigilant, my friends, because eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. And hope is the oxygen of democracy. We saw it in the Little League World Series. We see it inside Ukraine every day. And we're seeing it right now all across the South in the places devastated by the hurricane. Hope is the oxygen of our democracy. So keep it and spread it and be nice. Don't be like Rudy Giuliani. Be like Shohai Otani. That rhymes. I might have to use that again. Don't be like Rudy Giuliani. Be like Shohai Otani. And stay vigilant. And know you're not alone in your vigilance. We're all vigilant. And we're all in this together. So work hard and be nice. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. Thank you for listening. Enjoy these last few days and weeks of summer. Down with Putin. Slava Ukraine. Stay vigilant, America, and be nice. Just work hard, be nice. Don't complicate it, keep it simple. Just work hard, be nice to people. All of us are equal, so just work hard, be nice to people. Powered by Righteous Media.